0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Becoming Entrepreneurs. I am one of your hosts, Beto, and as always, we have Juan with us as well. Today is our book review Tuesday. The book on the agenda today is The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less by Barry Schwartz. Uh, This is a book that I picked, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just to give you guys a quick summary on the book, uh, The Paradox of Choice is a, a book about our obsession with choice as a society. Um, I think a lot of times we assume that having more choices is a good thing, uh, but that actually tends to cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of indecision more than anything else. Um, it also makes you question your choices um, after you make them because you might feel like you missed out on uh, one of the other choices you might've had. So this book is about breaking that down, uh, going into at what point choice becomes detrimental to us, uh, both psychologically and emotionally. Uh, Barry Schwartz also explains how the explosion of the availability of options to choose from in any given category uh, and the increase, the increase in choices that is supposed to free us, Uh, has instead paradoxically become a problem instead uh, of a solution. So um, I guess we'll go ahead and get into, uh, first off, uh, as always, what we didn't like. Um, And for me personally, I think there was a a lot more that I didn't like. Uh, First and foremost is the first chapter was, to me, an extremely hard listen because the whole time that he's talking, he's it's it's or the, the whole time you're reading the book, it's very repetitive as far as the content. He keeps repeating the same point over and over and over again. Where the whole time I'm on this chapter, I keep thinking, I get it, man. I get your point. Move on. Uh, but he just essentially kept repeating the same example over and over and over, just using different words, using different analogies. But it was exact same fucking thing so that was it, it was horrible um and and mo- really to me most of the book felt that way uh and i know most books do that because they i think they're trying to fill up content maybe or pages yeah. i don't know i know a lot of books do that but this book like it was just excessive and a lot of times i just i was just like dude to get to the point please get to the point um like the first, the first chapter could have been like one sentence but <laughs> um and and then just even by my standards the the only other big point that I'll make uh, even by my standards and and this is a, coming from a guy that reads programming books and engineering books and I enjoy that shit I'll I'll read like uh uh you know psycho psych- psychiatry books I'll read uh I mean just really dry content and I enjoy it and even for me, this book was a very dry read by my standards. Um, so that's what I didn't like. Uh, what how, How'd you feel about it? I think that's uh, pretty much the
1: exact same thing, uh, same thing for me. I think the problem is that I would go even as far as to say the first three chapters could have been reduced into, you know, a couple of paragraphs on the subject. Because the first three chapters were literally him telling you you go to the store. I mean he he spent I'd say a good like five pages describing the options in every aisle of the store. That is just a bit excessive. Like the dude actually went down aisles describing that you have so many ch- choices in chips, so many choices in ice cream, so many choices and I'm like, dude, we get it. We have a lot of choices at the grocery store. And he did this with several other venues, you know, that that people go to. So I think for me that set the tone up for the rest of the book. And kind of like you said, like maybe the rest of the book wasn't as dry or as repetitive, but because that happened in the first three chapters, it kind of set that tone for me of, yeah, okay, this is going to be a very repetitive book. And and so from then on, I was thinking every time he was giving us examples, I'm like, okay, just get to the point. So, um, so in my head, I'm thinking this book could have been reduced to, you know, two chapters
0: man honestly yeah and it's kind of disappointing because i i another type of book that i like uh, reading a lot is like philosophical type books like just stuff that makes you think and and i I think i was disappointed because with a title like that like i just expected it to be like just super like thought-provoking i guess yeah but so yeah that was super disappointing um Was there anything else for you uh, other than, I mean, that's pretty huge. No,
1: I I think that was it. Like I said, it just set the tone for the book. So for the rest of the time, I was kind of disappointed in the book. But I think it was because that first three chapters
0: just made you lose interest. Yeah, is what we liked. So uh, for me, uh, I did like it. It does provoke some thought. uh, And it did make me think about the fact that there are too many choices. Um, when you go places, sometimes like, I'm sure we've all been to like the cheesecake factory <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you pull up that menu and you're like, good God, how am I ever going to decide on anything here? And, and I think I'm a, I'm a perfect example of a person that I can't handle too many choices, like, especially at a restaurant. Cause I'm a fatty, but uh, you, you give me that many choices. It's just going to be extremely, extremely difficult for me. Um, and, and I have kind of thought about that in the past, uh, about the fact that sometimes you do have too many choices. And I've thought a, lo- a lot about it in the past in regards to, uh, again, going back to my fatty side, uh, going to like restaurants. And then you start looking at some of the more successful restaurants and, and chains. And, and that's where it's hit me in the past is when you look at things like, like a Chipotle or an in and out you know, and, and these are big, very successful companies that have yeah. just the most basic simplified menus. I mean, you have, at In-N-Out, you have like two choices. It's a burger or a burger and, and fries. And yeah. then like Chipotle, you have like, you know, three meats, two be- two types of beans, two types of rice, and, and that's it. I mean, it's, and then it's either a bowl or a burrito. Like, it's extremely simple. And I think people like that. People like not having a lot of choices. Apple is another big one up until, well, at least when Steve jobs was running Apple, you had one iPhone. That was it. Yeah. You had one option and that was, that was it. And, and he was very, uh, that, that's how he worked. And, and I think that's part of what helped make the iPhone so successful. Whereas when you have, you know, companies like Samsung, they'll come up with like three different four or five, six different varieties of phone. You know, the galaxy, the note, the, this, or that, whatever, and And I think people get overwhelmed with choice. sometimes people don't want choice. they just want you know just a, a simple make the choice for them a lot of times. so that's what I liked about it
1: so I think for me the the, uh, the likes were it does it does go into why we make certain choices so that was very eye op- eye opening on um, you know why we choose certain things over others and and how businesses can can kind of push you. To get certain things or certain products over their competitors, uh, so that was definitely a good part. Again, I think if they would have could have condensed that book, the book would have been very interesting uh, and very thought provoking book. You know that you could have gotten a lot out of. Uh, the, the other thing I liked is that it kind of showed me that I'm not a complete freak because it talks about maximizers and satisficers in the book, and, and it showed me that I'm not I'm not a I'm not lazy. I'm just a satisfizer. like and that happens a lot in my life. Like uh, you know, especially here at home with my wife, when sometimes she's like, "Hey, so you know, you think we should go to this, you know, campsite for example?" I'm like, "Yeah, that one looks good," and, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, what if there's a different one?" I'm like, "Okay, well, we can go to the other one too," you know. <laughs> so like, it, but it's not that I don't want to research. I just, to me, it's going to be camping and it's going to be fun. So whichever one we choose. There's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good family time, you know. So it kind of showed me that I am not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with me when I'm when with a with the fact that I just like to. Uh, I'm very spur of the moment, and I'm very. I don't research a whole lot. I just if I need a mic, I get a mic that other people have already reviewed, mm-hmm. and it lets me know, hey, it's a good mic. And I'm kind of like he was talking about, like I I'm the kind of person that when they go to the reviews, I don't even really read the reviews. I just go how many stars does it have? How many people have reviewed it? So I kind of already do what he was talking about. Like if if there's a microphone with, you know, five stars, but it's got three reviews and then a microphone with 4.3 stars, but it's got 2000. I go for the 2000 because I'm like 2000 people cannot be wrong. Yeah. So I, I use that microphone. So that's kind of the way I do stuff. And it showed me that I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not a total freak because I just, I'm a very compulsive buyer, not compulsive, but, you know, I do limited research when I buy my things.
0: It, it It's interesting uh, you bring up that point because I'm. It, it's funny that we're obviously we're related, like right? we're brothers, but I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm a maximizer. I always want to get the best. Like I always do a lot of research. And even after I buy something, I realize or, or not, not realize, but I start thinking: Did I make the right? Did I make the right choice? Did, am I missing out on something else? Should I have gone over there? Did I look enough? Did I look at enough stores? Maybe there was more options out there that I don't even know about. Like, yep. and, and it kind of consumes me. And I'm, so I'm like the complete polar opposite.
1: Yeah, and the, the 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 cool thing about being a satisfizer, at least I think so, is like uh like for example, you you might buy the same microphone I buy. But you'll start kind of noticing things like, oh, maybe I should have bought another microphone because this one sounds this way or, or something like, you know. And, and in my life, I'm like, when I buy it, I'm like, oh, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> you know, like it sounds better than my web- uh, my laptop mic. So for me, it's a win to where it yeah. maximizes. It's kind of like they start thinking like, well, maybe I should have bought a, a directional microphone instead of, you know, something with options to make it omnidirectional, but, you know, stuff like that. So,
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was a yeah, I did like that. That part about it. It it did explain to me what I am in a way. Um, Which I mean, I don't think it's bad. I think there's pros to both. Yeah. You know, Uh, I I think sometimes if you make decisions too quick, it could be it could be bad. But if you go into analysis paralysis like I do, then that's also (laughs) equally as bad or sometimes even worse. Cause you don't make a decision, which, um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's a different, different topic, but, uh, so next, uh, is our biggest takeaway. So for me, the biggest takeaway is if, if you're starting a, a business or if I'm starting a business, if I'm starting, uh, let's say a, a, a street taco business. Uh, it's limiting options, limiting the options for the consumer. I think that's huge. That was my biggest takeaway, and I've even uh, kind of started implementing this in my uh, in my building business, my house building business. Where uh, when I first started, I would and, and we had a you know a buyer for a house that was not quite ready, and they were getting to choose their finishes. I was giving them kind of full range and just kind of like have at it. And I slowly started realizing that was a a mistake. Uh, It it becomes a nightmare because again, they have too many options. So I've really started implementing. And I, now I understand why a lot of builders do this is just limiting people's options because it's going to make your life easier as a, as the business owner, it's going to create less work for you. And it's going to make life simpler for whether they know it or not for the consumer because now they're not going to freeze up on, on giving you that feedback or, or, or making the choice. It's going to be a little quicker. It's going to be easier. It's going to be less stressful for them again, whether they know it or not. Um, so, uh, I, I think limiting options when you're starting a business, it, whether it's going to be a, a some kind of gadget, or if you're opening a restaurant, uh, again, like the street, uh, street tacos example is, just offer street tacos just like back home, right? Just, just street tacos and beans. And you can maybe pick from like three different kinds of meats on your street tacos, but they all come on the same corn tortillas. There's no flour and, and different kinds of cheeses. And no, it's just, it's corn tortilla tacos with meat and cheese, one type of cheese and onion and cilantro. And that's all you get. You know, you, well, there's
1: you, been research done on stuff like that, where when companies have one product, they have, a, you know, they have a decent market share with that product. But once they start add, adding more products to their line, they lose market share in, in, in the, their industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that in the past. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my biggest takeaway is is that, that I plan on implementing uh, even more so than I had already started doing and really putting a, a focus on it is that is just limit people's options. And I, I think you'll be better off in the long run.
1: Um, for, so for me, my biggest takeaway was uh, as far as business related was that consumers tend to buy things that they're familiar with. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best product. They just see the name often enough that they associate that they associate the name as the best brand. So, you know, as far, so for business, for me, what that taught me is that uh, there's definitely. Uh, a lot to be gained from marketing from social media posts from getting your name out there just however you can whether it's you know on twitter tweeting every day or uh instagram taking pictures and put them out there and and, and hopefully people follow and share because uh as the book talks about it's not who's the best it's who people think is the best and often that comes from name recognition so you know, so that's what I got out of it. So if I'm starting a new business, or for example, this podcast or other podcasts, I think one of the major advantages you can have over people is if you are putting your name out there and you're doing more on social media than other
0: people are. Yep. And then finally is would we recommend it? <laughs> and for me, that's a resounding no. Don't do it. Don't go by it. We just gave you all the golden nuggets on this episode. Don't go buy it. Don't go waste your time. And that's the reason, just to remind you guys, the, the whole reason we even do these book review Tuesdays is to save you the time, the headache, and the money of going out and investing, really, the time, right? Because books yeah. are cheap, but investing the time, the 6, 8, 10, 12 hours it's going to take you to read this book, Don't. I, I wouldn't do it. I think we just gave you guys all the, the good bits of information in, in just this short episode. So I, I would say no.
1: Yeah, I uh, I would not recommend the read of the book itself. I would recommend that if you want to, and if you want to learn about the concept on choices and how people make choices, that there's probably either shorter books out there with more concise information or even an article on the subject. So if I were you and I really wanted to know about how people make choices, I would go look for a, for an article that you can read over 30 minutes versus a book that's going to take you seven hours. Uh, and that, cause like Beto said, the problem with the book is it was not concise enough. It, it will eat up your time and it's, it, it's, not a good return on investment wasting uh, seven hours on a book when you can get the same thing off a 30 minute article or our show.
0: Yep. All right, everyone. So with that, thank you for joining us again. We do these, uh, reviews for you guys. Um, it, it's just to give you the the quick snippets of of information because some people don't like to read. So we also for those people we want to give you the condensed information that you can take away from these. And for those that you do that do like to read, uh, we like to find these kind of duds uh, for you as well. So that's the reason we do it. We invest the time so you don't have to on these. Uh, but with that, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate the support. And we'll see you here again tomorrow.